Hi, this is Will Bailey, and you're listening to Strictly Between Us, RadioTimes.com Strictly Come Dancing podcast. Hello, and welcome to Strictly Between Us, the Strictly Come Dancing podcast powered by RadioTimes.com. You should all know the drill by now, but each week we will be dissecting the drama straight from the dance floor with news, interviews, and behind-the-scenes gossip straight from Strictly itself. I'm Kimberly Bond, RadioTimes.com's entertainment correspondent and one of your hosts. Today I am joined by the sun-kissed Emma Powell, RadioTimes.com's news editor, who is now back from Morocco. How are you doing, Emma? Great. Lovely to be back. (laughs) (laughs) And this week we'll be discussing all things Silver Screen from Movie Week. I also caught up with part-time Pokemon master Will Bailey to discuss how he found putting a Paso Doble to the Pokemon theme. Myself and Emma will be talking through the best Movie Week dances of all time. We will also be discussing whether Craig Revel Hallwood should really be axed from the panel. But first, it was a record-breaking week at the cinema for Strictly, with two tens, two pratfalls, and a double take from Craig when he realised Anton's teeth were really his own. But it wasn't such a great night out at the movies for Anton and Kevin, who were the second pair to be knocked out of the competition following a very clumpy Charleston. Emma was the right person sent home. Sorry, Annika, but 100%. <laughs> I, when I was watching her in the dance-off, I just thought, you know what? You obviously are going home, yeah. but please just give it something. Yeah, I know that she's not a natural dancer. I know that unlike some people in the competition, she has never danced before. Mm. She was saying that she doesn't even really wear wear like skirts yeah. and, and outfits that remotely like would make her even look like a dancer. Mm. But I mean, it felt like quite a feeble attempt she'd in that dance off. She'd a hundred percent given up, and yeah. it was really awkward because Kevin was obviously like going for it. Yeah. Even though he probably knew he was off. Yeah. But I just thought, give it a little bit more. She was terrible because she was just so stiff. And it was quite a fun dance. And it was quite a fun song. It was to Kill Bill's, like... Don't know if it's just called woohoo, but yeah. woohoo. And she just very much just stood there and just like a very slight kick. Well, like, and it was more embarrassing because Kevin was proper going yeah. for it, and then she was just it made her look even worse. I think that's the thing. And and when they were using the props, yeah, I felt like she was sort of always waiting for Kevin, sort of yeah. looking at him as if to go. Am, am I doing this right? Am, yeah. am I meant to be doing this? At that point, just go for it because what have you got to lose? Exactly. And I felt a bit sorry for Kevin because he was last year's champion and now he's the second out. Do you think he was happy? No. No. <laughs> we were talking I about mean, this <laughs> they, they obviously get on really well. Yeah. You can see that they're quite a nice pairing, but there must be a part of him that's thinking, I've been, I think he's been in the final. Like, I can't remember the stat I was reading. I think there's only one time that he hasn't reached the yeah, final with someone. With Susan. Susan Kalman. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, he's done it again. But, mm. you know, at the end of the day, Kevin's had a good run on Strictly. Yeah. He won it last year. Maybe now it's someone like Anton's time to <laughs> reach the final and not go out in week two if or I'm three. Honest, I felt a bit bad for Annika because I felt there was a little bit of unkindness in the criticism. Like, Bruno was just like, you got the brief wrong. It was Kill Bill, not Slaughter the Charleston. And I was just like, <laughs> ouch. Like, she took it in good humour, but I felt like they were a little bit mean. And I think Kevin saying another 10 then after um, Calvin and Otis was a little bit cruel. I know it was a joke, but... I would have been so mortified. Yeah, I I just feel though, we, we all knew that she wasn't a great dancer. I, yeah. Craig made me laugh and he said her dance was stopping and starting like a bad internet connection. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, Craig, it never started. We're still in yeah. dial up. Like yeah. it never actually got anywhere. Mm. As, yes, they're quite cruel comments, but true as well. Yeah. You know, she finished on, what was it, 11 points? Yeah. I mean, she was the worst on the night by far. And she... Yeah. 
I think, like we were saying, she has pretty much given up because it was a shame because the week before she was actually quite graceful and nice. Yeah. She really come on. And then I think this week it just, the Charleston wasn't her dance. Well, I think with the Charleston, it's so about the expressions on your face and Mm. it's the energy Mm. and she lacked both. Yeah. So you can't really make it a good dance if you're not going to throw yourself into it and you're not going to have those expressions and be acting the part Mm. and I think that's what let her down I think it's a little bit like with James Cracknell like he was obviously so nervous and you could see that I think with Annika I felt like she didn't particularly enjoy the dance or was a little bit kind of not scared but a bit kind of cautious about it Mm. and you could see that and therefore we didn't really get behind her because we were like we're not enjoying it so I think that's the thing as well isn't it it's like you say she must have been a bag of nerves Mm. you know she's probably enjoying herself in training but actually going out there and doing something so out of your comfort zone and a dance that energetic yeah she probably did just think I can't do this and nerves maybe got the better of her she was up against David James, who that's his second time in the dance-off now. He danced dressed as Batman, which is quite something to Seal's Kiss from a Rose. <laughs> I do, I love that song so much. I love much. it. So I feel like I was going to back him anyway because I just love that song. And I feel like that really does help with movie week. If you dance to a good film, and yeah. you love the soundtrack, it's going to always like help you along the way. But I think with him, he was definitely the, the stronger candidate yeah. in that dance-off. But again, I do feel... She carried him the whole way through that dance. Yeah. A lot of it was just him picking her up, spinning her around. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of footwork. Mm. And also they had a lot of smoke on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just sort of thinking, you know, we can't actually see his feet here. So I have no idea whether he's actually doing anything right right now. Yeah. But he should have been saved. Yeah. And I don't know whether he'll be in the bottom two again next week. I think it, like he is, I think now with all the dancers left, he is the worst in the sense that we haven't really seen a progression like we have with some of the others. Like, He's still towards the bottom every week. His uh, Paso Doble, I think he did last week, that wasn't that bad, but it got very low score. Mm. I feel like that t- this week was an improvement on that, but it was still he's still one of the weaker dancers, and I feel like his time is really limited now. Yeah, I th- it's being a sportsman. There's, mm. there's very few, like we said before, apart from like Darren Goff, yeah. who got to the final and won it. Most of them do fall sort of at the first few hurdles. Mm. I think it's just that if you look at him, it's... The whole thing where he's quite clearly struggling to just loosen up yeah, and let himself definitely. flow. It's all very stiff like James was. And you sort of think, like, please just, just let yourself go into the dance and you yeah. might actually stand a chance of getting to week four, five, six. And I don't think it helps that he's six foot five. Like, he's massive. Yeah. And I think lifting Nadia up must be quite terrifying yeah. for her because <laughs> it's just like it's a long way down. But, yeah, I mean, I've got everything crossed for him, but I do think his time in the competition is now up really well that's the thing we were saying earlier Charles Venn was Mm. in the dance off quite a lot last year yeah but his saving grace was he was genuinely better than everyone else that he was in the dance off with so he did get getting saved but I feel next week if if David was to go up against I don't know even someone like Mike Bushell yeah I feel the judges would probably save him he's not the best dancer but he gives it his all and I think he's so willing to like do well and improve Mm. So I think that's David's downfall. He just needs to prove that he really wants to be here and he's going to throw himself in. Moving on to Mike and Catcher, they didn't have a particularly good week, but (laughs) I love him 
so much. He's one of my favourites. He's fantastic. Like I don't think I'd ever thought I'd ever say this, but I want to see more pelvic thrusts from Mike <laughs> Bushel, if I'm honest. Like that routine to it was magic, Mike. It was more tragic, Mike, really. But when he like stripped off yeah. and just he just goes for it. And I was watching it just before we came down and he's he like opens his mouth as surprises. He's kind of like going through the steps. He's really <laughs> trying so hard. And I just I love him so much. He's just having the best time. Yeah. And that's what you want to watch as yeah. well. That's the thing. People might like David James because they're football fans or they just like him as a person mm. but it's the people like Mike who everyone's going to get behind because he's clearly just living like his best <laughs> life right now <laughs> he's like I am Channing Tatum <laughs> he, he proper went for it like I just and the fact that he does go for it makes him so endearing and I don't know about that routine I mean him sliding down a fireman's pot it was like ridiculous but I loved it but it was great but um what do you make of Katya because she fell over twice once on the floor yeah. which is always kind of like and I saw Mike kind of gr- try and grab her and look really shocked like no <laughs> it was just but like she don't styled worry. it out well yeah, and they, they and and like all props to Mike as well because he carried on he could have mm. frozen and gone oh Katia let me get, help you <laughs> yeah. get up but they they styled it out and it was yeah. fine but I do think the second fall upstairs was totally done on purpose because she was taking the mick out of herself yeah. essentially a lot of people were saying, oh my God, she's fallen twice. Yeah. But I think she was just she was just having a laugh. It was a very banana skin fall, that one, where she was just like, oh, and then just kind of threw herself Yeah, her floor. arms went in the air, her face went. I was like, you know, that's the most exaggerated fall I think I've ever seen. There was a screenshot I saw, I think, on Twitter, and her face was so funny. I really wish I could just show a picture of it now, but it was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, as we were saying, it just they got some kind of harsh comments from the judges, but mm. they were... I don't know. I'm hoping that we get to see a lot more of Mike because he's just so funny. I think they're getting harsh comments, but underneath, I think the judges are thinking, I love this guy. Yeah. Please just do well so we can keep you in. I mean, I think Motsi was just like, she was entertained. And it's the whole point. It's a Saturday yeah. night show. We're here to be entertained. Um, on the judges, it was a bad week for Craig Revel Horde, who was left mortified with Anton and Emma when he said about Anton's costume as Austin Powers. And he was just like, I think it was the fake teeth. And Anton was very much like, they were mine, they're my own. <laughs> so it's a little bit <laughs> awkward. I don't think Anton was too impressed by that comment, if I'm honest. No. But I can see why Craig said it. I yeah. think because once he had the hair, the glasses, and I feel he was trying to like accentuate his teeth yeah. because obviously it's Austin Powers as part of the act. Yeah. So I can see why Craig would have thought that they were potentially fake teeth. <laughs> it was so funny, but also I kind of like was had my head in my hands a bit. Like Tess Daly couldn't breathe. Like it yeah. was so awkward. Also, I found it funny that Craig found it so awkward. Yeah. And last night on the results show, he was going, "That was so embarrassing. I yeah. don't know how I'm going to live that down." And you think for someone like Craig, exactly, who is consistently brutal and sort of the pantomime villain of the mm. show, you think he would have batted it aside and gone, "Oh, yeah." Jokes aside, like moving on. But yeah. He didn't. He he really looked like he was embarrassed yeah I think I felt a bit bad for him when he realized how he'd put his foot on it um he's not been too popular this series so a former Mm. Strictly dancer James Jordan he said quite strongly that he thinks Craig should be removed from the panel and he told the Daily Star earlier this week the show doesn't need Craig he should go if Craig was gone um, they wouldn't notice any difference at all the viewers wouldn't miss him no one would miss him what do you make of that People would miss him. We yeah. did a, a poll on the best ever Strictly Come Dancing judge a few mm. weeks ago before the series launched. And I think Craig finished sec- um, third. Yeah. So it was Len, Bruno, Craig. So people obviously love Craig. Yeah. I think people would miss him. I think that's a, a wild claim 
to say that nobody would care whether he was on the panel or not. But I am a little bit bored of him. Yeah. I, I did say it before. I just feel, you know... I mean, they're all kind of the same characters every year. Bruno's flamboyant. Mm. You know, Shirley tries to keep it quite straight. Yeah. Craig's Mr. Nasty, but he's so pantomime villain now. It's You just get to the point where you're thinking, are you actually helping them constructively? Yeah. Or are you just being, like, nasty for nasty's sake? Yeah, I agree with you. Like, the, when there was a dance, I can't remember who it was this week, but someone was fantastic, and then he was just like, you should have pointed your toe a bit more. And it was just like, yeah. for God's sake, like, I understand it's your role as a judge to say where they went wrong, but at the same time, just get involved a bit, you know, just, mm. like, enjoy it and just, you know, say it's fun. But at the same time, I don't kind of think... Well, I think we do need him. I know there's been a big kind of shift in reality shows recently where we don't have a nasty character anymore. Yeah. Like, Simon Cowell's far more mellow than he ever Way was more now. mellow. When you look back at old X Factor clips, I was watching one at the weekend. Someone sent it to me. It was um, a sort of a mashup of all the judges laughing at contestants yeah. who had been in the audition process. And when you actually look at how much they laughed at them yeah. and almost poked fun and there's someone standing there just stumbling over their words, yeah. you don't get that now. No, you So don't. you sort of think, is there not an appetite for a TV's Mr. Nasty Judge anymore? I just think it's kind of it's been done now. And like mm. Simon Cowell obviously was the original Mr. Nasty and it's kind of, we. I do think we do need some kind of harsher criticism. But yeah, I thought it was really good, but I do agree with the judges that she didn't really give her all. Yeah, mm. I feel... In obviously she's not as bad as poor Annika, but I feel she needs to let herself get yeah. into it as well. I think maybe, maybe you know, it's so nervous. It must be so nerve wracking being yeah. up there. But you know, she's an actress. She's used to playing a part. She's used to being in front of people performing. Yeah. I feel like if anyone could let themselves go a bit more, she probably should be able to do it a bit easier than say yeah. someone like David. Because it's a, a song with like so much punch. Yeah, I think she was just quite languid. I felt she was mm. kind of like kind of going through the steps. It wasn't that it wasn't good. It was amazing. She looked amazing, but I just felt like that was something I could have really you know got involved with. Yeah, <laughs> she was very much kind of like going through the motions a little bit. Well, because it's fun. So yeah. I feel I feel like maybe she's going to be more su- sorted to suited rather to things like the Viennese Waltz. Yeah, stuff like that. Quite more elegant. Yeah. Yeah. On the other side of the leaderboard, it was a fantastic week yet again for my husband, Kelvin, <laughs> and OT. They got the highest score in Strictly history for week three, and they were the first pair to be awarded two tens in week three. We've had tens in week three, but yeah. we had two at once. Um, so we're both big fans, obviously, of yeah. Kelvin and OT. Um, and what did you think? Right. You know how much I love Kelvin. Yeah. You know how much I get <laughs> flustered watching him every single week. But controversial opinion, I don't think he deserved two tens. I'm with you. With I... This. It was a great dance yeah don't get me wrong but I just thought some of the lifts were slightly clunky yeah obviously I'm not a dancer <laughs> I'm no way fit to judge this competition but there was one particular lift where I think he he picked OT up and she sort of straddled one of his shoulders yeah. and it was the the dismount yeah it was a little on that bit. it felt yeah. a bit clunky and not very fluid and there was another lift as well that felt the same and I just think if you're going to get two tens Mm. that has to be perfect exactly especially this early on I mean no one's expecting anyone to get a ten but I agree with you I think bits of it were a little bit clunky a little Mm. bit Obviously, it was fantastic, and I can't sit there as I also am not a dancer. And I just sat there with like a family bag of what's it's been like. That's not graceful, but um, there are bits of it that I did feel were a little bit kind of clunky and a little bit kind of wasn't as fluid transition. Yeah. Which I thought it wasn't not worthy of like the nines it got, but I thought the ten when like Shirley was like it's never too early for a ten from Shirley. Uh, I disagreed with that because 
there was there's been some week three dances and some movie week dances that have been so worthy of a 10 yeah haven't got it because people have been reluctant to give it so early on yeah so i don't think they should have got that that 10 and also i think this dance lacks the kind of shock factor we had in week one because that week one dance i'm still reeling those it hips was fantastic still can't get over it that i think if that had got a 10 i would have been like obviously taken aback but i think that was more worthy because there was a shock of it that yeah he was so good and it's a difficult dance i mean yeah. the ch- he danced the charleston this week didn't he? yeah and yes that's difficult but when when he did that week one dance i thought oh <laughs> where has this come from i mean I, t- I take it all back like when he was dancing with his baby on the results show you saw oh, that little video and i was just like yeah he did deserve a 10 actually that's because i just love him so much do you think that he can carry on this momentum because there's only one way down really yeah well see that that's the thing do you give out tens early yeah and then it makes them work even harder to maintain the 10 throughout or do you keep giving them the nine so then they're driving towards that 10 yeah i think he can keep it up he's done three different dances now he's clearly great at all of them yeah so yeah I don't see why he wouldn't. I mean, he did do very well, but it kind of made me a bit... Like, when I saw the leaderboard, when I saw how low Karim was mm. this week, it made me think that he may be having a fall from grace at some point. I really hope he doesn't, because I love him and OT so much. Well, who was it the other week um, who said... I can't remember who said it, that he might actually struggle. Oh, I, I think, think it was, was Arlene... Was it Arlene Phillips? It might have been Katya. Not sure. Oh, it was Katia, I think. Yeah, yeah Katia. Um, yeah, on Radio X, uh, she was talking with with Mike, and she said he may struggle because he's so muscular. Mm. Um, I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> I mean, we're not complaining. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like fangirling <laughs> over Calvin. Um, he, she was saying, because he's so muscular, he might actually find it really difficult to be more flexible yeah. when it comes to doing the waltz yeah. and things like that. So you never know. He might have a dodgy week at some point. Mm. Um, it was also a good week for Dev Griffin, who did mm. his couple's choice, uh, street and commercial. Um, he was dressed as the genie, which I thought was a stroke of genius. Yeah. Genius. Uh. <laughs> um, what did you make of their dance? Because I do, I'm kind of like, I don't really like this whole couple's choice thing. It was introduced last year. I always thought it was always introduced just so like Ashley Roberts could finally get a 10 because it was very <laughs> much like, it's like jazz, street and commercial, yeah. like dances that aren't traditionally ballroom or Latin. I'm not against it as such, but I don't particularly like it because I just feel like it's not proper Strictly. Maybe that's just me being really po-faced, but what do you make of it? Being a traditionalist like Ben Goodman. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> um, I get why they've added it in. My only thing with it is... Again, I'm not a dancer, but you sort of know what to look out for when they're doing a salsa or a Charleston. I have no idea what the remit is for like street dance. Can you essentially just do what you want? Yeah. And if so, I sort of feel, well, there's not really those steps were out of place or you weren't holding your arm properly because it's a lot more, seems a lot more sort of fluid and free reign. Yeah. So you are sort of thinking, you know, if you've got someone doing a Charleston or a Paso Doble with really complicated steps then you've got someone doing a couple's choice yeah i don't know if how fair it is when it balances out in terms of the judging yeah i mean i'm with you he got straight nines across the broad so it was like really good obviously and they the judges thought it was good and it was really enjoyable to watch but i'm with you like you can't really assess the steps when it's something like a freestyle street dance then i don't know if that's just me because i'm not that into dance yeah so i don't know what i'm supposed to be looking out for but i yeah and but then again you know, they they introduced it. Was it last year, the first yeah, time? Yeah, I, I think it's last year. 
if they, you know five years down the line people probably won't care about it because it would yeah. just be part of strictly like the salsa is yeah i mean you need to keep things fresh yeah. so it kind of makes sense that they did it i was kind of stunned with dev and diane one of the lifts they did i mean diane was apparently dropped on her head and hurt her head during rehearsals yeah. I was shocked like when I was watching it through when he did like lift her over and kind of fell back I was like Jesus Christ I don't know. do her again like, <laughs> it was a little bit kind of scary but they had a good week and it was also a very good week for Johannes and Catherine our favourites yeah um, because they did quite a romantic rumba what did you make of them? It was lovely and yeah. you can tell she's just having the time of her life on yeah. the show as well I think she really suits those kind of dances mm. um but what was it she's doing next week? So she's doing the Charleston yeah. to Beyonce Single Ladies, which I am obsessed with and I can't wait for. Now, I'm quite looking forward to that because also I feel we she's done quite elegant dances so far. Mm. So it'd be good to see how she is doing like an energetic Charleston. Yeah. So could be could be good week, bad week, don't know yet for her. It's a completely different style. So yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Moving on now, I spoke to Will Bailey last week ahead of his Pokemon routine. When we heard he was doing the Passive Dobly to the Pokemon theme tune, mm-hmm. the whole office just collectively went, what the hell? Um, but Will seemed to be embracing the weirdness and wasn't too afraid to be even considered to be the joke act of the week. And he told RadioTimes.com, quote, I don't think he'll ever be seen as the joke act because it's actually got some really hard technical moves in it, even though it looks quite funny. Stacey and Kevin did a dance dress as minions last year. On the surface, it looked like it'd be a bit of a joke, but it's actually really cool. So hopefully it'll be one of those memorable ones. So it got us thinking, what are some of our favourite dancers in Strictly Movie Week history? And Emma, what have been some of your favourites? Well, Will's, Will, the one he mentioned, Stacey and Kevin last mm. year when they dressed up as minions mm. to, for Despicable Me. Yeah. I mean, it got 32. Yeah. When they came out, I thought, how are you going to make this a good dance yeah. without becoming a bit of a joke? Yeah. They smashed it. Yeah. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was one of my favourites last year. And also, when Aston and Jeanette did the cha-cha to Can't Stop the Feeling from Trolls, yeah. they looked incredible and the dance was amazing. And mm. you you kind of don't expect it when they're doing a dance from almost like a kid's film when yeah. they're dressed up. You kind of expect them to be a bit jokey. Yeah. So good. I mean, Francis was saying that it was kind of like a, he was robbed, Aston, in his year of Strictly because he yep. went far too early. And I think. Miles too early. He got yeah. 35 for that one. I mean, dances like that just kind of prove that. Yeah. I feel like Movie Week kind of makes or breaks you a little bit. Mm. So um, in 2015, the ultimate Movie Week dance is Jay McGuinness's and Aliona Villani's dance to the Pulp Fiction yeah. um, track. And it was fantastic it's still my favorite dance from Strictly ever he was so it was like a jive and he was so cool and so kind of like it began kind of slowly and then they they just went for it and it was fantastic it's kind of a shame that that didn't get a 10 when it was on and that was because Darcy at the time said it's too early for a 10 and that's what I find frustrating about Kelvin and Nosey because it wasn't too early now so it shouldn't have been too early then but they are always they were like fantastic. They it turned out to yeah. win the show, so they're obviously one of the strongest. And he did that dance again, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, it was so good. Like I was watching it this morning, and I was just like, it was a good dance. <laughs> Another couple that I loved was Kelly Bright and Kevin Clifton. I do feel like Kevin does do brilliant movie week routines, mm. and I feel like his routine this year would have been as brilliant if he had a more capable partner. Yeah, I think, but I think a lot of it is, you know, he's great with the choreography. Mm. But he he was saying when they left yesterday that in week when they were first training, Mm. he was struggling to get her to clap in time to the music and to a beat. So you sort of think he's had to not dumb down the choreography, but but make it a lot easier. So I don't think we really saw what Kevin can do because he's obviously had to work with what he's got. And he can't overcomplicate things because, you know, Annika's not a natural dancer. She was obviously struggling with more simple moves. So I feel like he didn't really get his chance to 
to shine this series? No, I feel like it was a very dialed down routine. And I know sometimes simple routines work, like with Johannes and Catherine, that was very simple, but it yeah. was beautiful to watch. This one, because it was the Charleston, it was quite jokey, it was kind of like, it didn't, it felt flat no. because it didn't have the energy. His routine with Kelly Bright in 2015 to Star Wars, it was like, they had lightsabers, it was quite yeah. similar really. They had, both had lightsabers, they kind of danced around, pulled stupid faces, and that did really well. That was fantastic, and it was the same year as Jay and Eleona, so I feel like 2015 was like the golden year for movie <laughs> week, but it was very kind of like fun and energetic. Yeah. So I think those, even though they could be a bit gimmicky, like the Austin Powers one, it was a gimmicky dance, but it kind of works for this week, I feel. Yeah, and I think if you can pull off the choreography, then it doesn't, you kind of don't look at the the gimmicky side of it. Mm. Like I, another one I really liked was Denise Van Outen when she did the Foxtrot to You've Got a Friend in Me. Yeah. That was really good. And again, you could look at that and think, really silly idea to do Toy Story. She's sat on the floor, like pretending mm. to be a doll at the beginning. But it, it worked because the choreography was so good. Yeah. I'm always thinking like they had movie week quite early this week, this year rather. It was quite week three mm. do you think they sometimes should have movie week a little bit later like around the same time as Blackpool because I always feel that like you could get a lot more out of our dancers if it was slightly later in the series yeah and I think I don't know whether this has always been a thing that they use props yeah. in movie week I think because it's week three it's fun for them to to dance to I don't know Greece or Dirty Dancing or whatever mm. choose their favourite films but I think for some people who are still trying to get their rhythm on the dance floor yeah. throwing in props completely throws them yeah like annika was clearly struggling yeah with with that fake sword yeah yeah something like that and i think that's the only issue with movie week it should be do movie week but don't add the props in until a bit later on i think that it is difficult like you're saying especially if you're not really quite certain on your feet yet and then you've got another element to try and control it's a bit difficult i mean david jane's coming in like dresses about and flying into the dance i mean that alone (laughs) i would be like I'm done. I'm just gone off. <laughs> but I feel like I agree with you. Like props, I feel like you were saying before, it's a bit of a gimmick. Like I yeah. think it was Len who said he hates props. Yeah, just, I think so. Yeah. So I do kind of feel like if they are going to do props, they should do it later. I think movie week generally should be later. Do you think we should have more themed weeks? Because we do have movie week, we've got Blackpool. Halloween. Halloween. But we don't tend to, it's not like the X Factor where it's like big band week and then... <laughs> ABBA week like do you think yeah. we should see more of that or are you kind of happy the way it is no I think I think if you do that it starts getting too gimmicky yeah you know we have movie week it's nice breaks it up get another sort of two weeks where yeah. it's just normal then you've got Halloween then there's a couple of weeks and it's Blackpool yeah so I think they stagger it quite well because I think that's the thing with X Factor you run the risk of it becomes tacky and yeah. you're trying to fit people into something rather mm. than letting them choreograph quite freely yeah. so if you had ABBA week and they've all got to find a dance to go with an ABBA yeah, song yeah it doesn't quite work it, you're sort of you're sort of sometimes making something work that might not and that could be to a disadvantage of the dancers mm. and the celebs so I think how they're doing it at the moment keep it like that also it's basically big band week every week on Strictly <laughs> yeah. so it's kind of a themed week every week <laughs> apart from like Halloween and stuff Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for joining me this week, Emma. Thank you for having me. I'm not going back to Morocco anytime (laughs) soon. And we'll be back next week for more Strictly Gossip. Join us again. Thanks for listening. 